Hello, it's Mandy Stewart with the Secret Message Society podcast. Often I get asked, what is a secret message? What does it mean to me? How do I find them? How do they show up in my life and find me? So this podcast is a way to show real life examples of what secret messages look like to me and how I'm finding them, where I'm finding them, how they're finding me, um, and the, the sort of meaning that they bring to my life. I hope you enjoy. You're listening to Season 2, Episode 23 of the Secret Message Society podcast. Mandy Stewart here with a quick podcast. So I am following a woman on Instagram. Her name is Violette Clark. I'm going to look her up really quick as I talk about this so I can have it in front of me. I believe that is how you say it, Violette Clark. Violette Naranjo Clark. Um, She posted some art that she did. She's an artist that had a triangle with an eye in it and a circle with an eye in it. And I'm going to read to you what she said. I really encourage you to go there and look at the art so you can kind of have a visual um, with it because I think that's important. It's very stunning art, uh, bright colors with um, contrasty black outlines and details. So it's very bold says, I created these symbols on watercolor paper since I often see these symbols in the dreams and meditations. I saw a couple of the symbols online and I believe I was activated by them. A few were seen in meditation. Um, and it goes on, but this, this um, phrase that she used I was, I believe, I saw a couple of the symbols online and I believe I was activated by them. I haven't used that language before or thought of that exactly with a secret message, but when I read it, I was like, oh, this is another way to explain what I feel with a secret message. And so with complete kudos to Violet Clark, uh, V-I-O-L, E-T-T-E-C-L-A-R-K on Instagram. I wanted to come on and do a quick podcast about that because I think anytime I can talk about secret messages using different words or a different language or a different story to explain it, I, I think it helps me um, communicate it one more way that might have an aha moment for one more person uh, or may kind of, you know, like turn on a light bulb to be like, oh, and and be able to see, oh, this is how I do that in my own life. I just didn't know to call it a secret message. So the phrase, I saw these symbols online and I believe I was activated by them. So I've talked plenty of times about what a secret message is, um, examples of different symbols 
Um, I'm looking, as I'm recording this right now, I'm looking at a gnome that I have in my little uh, flower bed that a friend gave me. And so that could be an example of a secret message. And I, I like to give specifics because I think it helps to make it more, make it more um, grounded or clear instead of just talking in generalities. So say for instance, I look at this gnome, um, something about the idea of a gnome moves me. Um, but it's sort of like in my subconscious, you know, like I just see the gnome, but don't, don't think of it necessarily directly. It's just kind of there. Well then, because I was intrigued by it, it might start to show up other places. And I think, I don't want to put words into Violette's mouth, but what my experience is, is a secret message can find me very subtly. It can come to me very subtly. And then with or without my knowledge or intention, it may activate something in me, meaning I'm not going to be able to let that go. It's going to keep showing up for me. And this is where I often get these repetitive secret messages of the same thing over and over. So I may be somewhere later today and there's a gnome. Um, I'm riding my bike later today. Like I may ride past a gnome that I've never seen before. Or um, a friend may send me a meme that has a gnome in it. Or, you know, any number of ways that the, that symbol can show up for you again. So this is my experience and that term like it that that she was activated by them, that she saw these symbols and she was activated by them. The activation for her, which is often the case with me as well, came out in her art. She was not able to let it it go the imagery that she saw and it wanted to come out through her in her own sort of expression I'm sure what she created is very different than what she saw online I was completely also intrigued by this because I had had a dream um, where this symbol came to me as well this triangle with the eye and I had drawn it in my art journal so I sent a picture of that to her but I you know I connected with this idea of uh, an image or a symbol coming to me some way and then it shows up lots of different places it, it may come to me like it did for her on the computer first and then it shows up again in a dream and then it shows up again in her art um, whichever of the places act activates it first I don't think matters it may show up in a dream first you know and then you start to see it other places but the, the point is, is that um, it, it sparks something in you. To me, that activation word is full of hope and possibility. It, it turns something on. It lights something up. And um, it kind of becomes an obsession, which I think she talks. Yeah, she talks about that in this post. She says that. Um, she was reading a book and was triggered by the mention of spirals 
And after that, she couldn't get rid of spirals in her life. Spirals appeared everywhere in her art, in her home. And then she asks the question on this Instagram post, has anything like that happened to you before where you became obsessive? And I, uh, a long time ago, latched onto that word obsessive, but paired it with the word glorious. So I have called secret messages before glorious obsessions where um, I feel like obsession has sort of a negative connotation, almost like an addiction. And they kind of are like addictions. I, I feel a little addicted to my secret messages, but I like to kind of turn it on its head with the language and say that it's an, a glorious obsession. It's something that um, I think an artist can relate to if you are an artist creative type, because um, so many artists do um, like collections of art where it's like they're focused on this one thing and a whole collection of pieces comes out. Or we think of, um, think of like Picasso and, and how they'll talk about Picasso's blue period. We, we sometimes call it periods. Um, with artists, that they were in this period where all they could do was create blue art. Um, And I think that is another way to talk about secret messages. When I am obsessed with a secret message, gloriously obsessed, it continues to find me. I continue to seek it out. And it's sort of this ongoing conversation that Um, enriches and deepens that symbol for me. And I love that feeling of being activated by a secret message. It's sort of to use kind of like technology language. It's like coming online, right? Like you're turning on um, and then you can gather intel, (laughs) so to speak, on the secret message. And um, I just wanted to share that because it's a new way of talking about it. And I feel like a lot of times I use the same language over and over again to try to describe a secret message because I'm so often asked, what what does that mean? And this was a new way to get to talk about it. And I loved that opportunity. So thank you, Violet. Um, check her art out. And I hope this gives you another layer to finding secret messages in your own life. If you are new to finding secret messages in your own life, feel free to borrow mine for the week. Be on the lookout for vision. Where does this theme show up for you this week? Happy hunting. May secret messages always find you.